Hey everybody, C-Note here and welcome to Super Myers-Briggs Turbo EX, the show that is leveling up your personality. Today on the show, we're talking about how each personality type seeks their individuality, the quest for individuality as it were. It's kind of a quick episode, it's a quick breakdown of how each type will likely set boundaries and try to find a way to uh, figure out their own individuality and their individual way to go through life. While we talk about things like particularly extroverts with the way that they navigate the world might be caring about more people than themselves seemingly, um, or building systems that are external versus themselves, or being too selfish as an introverted feeler or thinker, how do we navigate the world in a way that continues to help other people, but mostly helps ourselves as someone who is seeking to understand ourselves and understand our individuality, because that's probably why a lot of us are here to even start to learn Myers-Briggs stuff. So we're going to break that down today on Super Myers-Briggs Turbo EX. Let's go. Okay. All right, everyone. Welcome to the show. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, today, I wanted to talk about the individualism that each Myers-Briggs type seeks out and a little bit of what that looks like for each type. But really, the main goal here is to help you guys understand that Myers-Briggs typology is typically about helping someone find their version of individuality. I think even if you're an extroverted feeler type or you're dealing with any kind of extroverted type of uh, attitude, you may tend to feel like the world is naturally about other people, but you are also someone that is included in the world. That includes your sense of individuality. You are a part of everything that is going on. So what I wanted to kind of break down is this idea that you know there are the the TI users, the TPs and the FJs, and the FI users are um, well. Well, the TI dominant users, I should say, with the TPs and the FI dominant users with the FPs, are typically going to be more naturally individualistic. But the other types, the FJs and the TJs, are going to be seeking their own version of individuality. But it's going to come through other people. It's going to come through the outside world. It's going to come through community. It might come through uh, building and systematizing or creating a business or um, helping other people to achieve your goals or helping other people to grow enough to be able to achieve your goals or something like that, right? Um, Generally, the idea here is that every personality type has some semblance of individuality that they are trying to develop. And along with last week's episode of like, what's the point? Uh, this is sort of one of the first answers. <laughs> and really, if you're still here, and if you listen to that last episode, then I have a strange feeling that you're trying to find some semblance of individuality as a result of, of working through this, right? You're trying to find out what you are in relation to your life and to your surroundings, to your workplace, what career path you should be going in, how you should be approaching relationships. There are always all sorts of situations where we're trying to find out how we fit in in relation to the outside world, right? And fitting in is not necessarily about fitting into other people, but it's about finding where we naturally fit in. 
And for certain types, that's going to be a little bit more of a lonely road, whereas other types are going to be filled with people and love and joy. I think everyone is like worthy of love and joy. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that many types are going to be going after community as a means to develop their individuality. So we're going to break it down by type. Um, I'm going to I'm going to do it based on the uh, decision making functions, uh, which is the extroverted feelers, introverted feelers, introverted thinkers, and extroverted thinkers. So um, think of the extroverted thinkers as the TJs, the extroverted feelers as the FJs, the introverted thinkers as the F as the TPs, and the introverted feelers as the FPs. So now the introverted feelers, the FPs, are going to have a much more natural sense of individuality, but they may be still seeking community because they want people to like them. They want people to appreciate them and respect them. And so that individuality is going to be sort of tossing back and forth between like, you know, at what point should I unabashedly be myself and say F everyone else and do just my thing versus when should I have empathy for other people and kind of forget what I want and help other people to achieve their goals. Right. And, um, you know, it naturally takes a certain sense of balance, but the, the idea here is that for an uh, introverted feeler, they're going to be looking for individuality based on how they feel about any given situation, regardless if they're going to be helping other people, it's about how they feel about the people that they're helping. And they're going to also be considering how sometimes how people feel about them. But I think the most powerful thing is going to be continuing to be the most authentic version of themselves that they can be regardless of the situation that they are in. So it's going to be really tricky to kind of break down all the details of that in this short podcast. But the idea here is that that if you're an FP type, you're an introverted feeler, whether that's ENFP, ESFP, INFP, or ISFP, you're going to be navigating the world thinking about how does this feel to me and is this the right thing for me does this feel good to me and and you know can i move forward and feel good almost morality wise and from your own personal sense of authenticity how can you move forward in the world based on this and the TPs are going to be doing something similar, but it's going to be based on their own sense of subjective logic. So does this make sense to me based on the path that I've currently been on? Does this make sense for where I want to go in terms of my goals? And developing a sense of individuality is typically going to be about like pushing other people away, which I think like for any type using that that inferior function. So for the FPs, it'll likely be extroverted thinking or introverted sensing using that inferior function as like a beacon to kind of give your, give that dominant style some color to give it a way for you to, um, to, to navigate the world that will allow you to, um, that, that will allow you to just kind of, uh, uh, have something that's just not, operating as a decision-making function in a vacuum. And what I mean by that is that an introverted feeler could consider that they are working towards a goal. So that introverted feeling is in service of that, that is just not aimlessly, right? It's just not about calling people bad names or saying that they are a bad person or saying that they are a good person and, and creating dividing lines. I think any type is capable of creating dividing lines. 
Uh, it's about finding your path in life, your individuality based on both your dominant decision-making function and your inferior decision-making function to sort of learn about how to navigate the world based on your own personal goals. Um, so to go back to the TP type, for me as an introverted thinker, I'm an INTP. I think about my goals in life, the things that I want to work towards as a way for me to be able to navigate the world seamlessly. Like I want to be able to learn where people are at in life and be able to give them advice or be able to uh, know which people to avoid and know which people are worth rationalizing with, which ones aren't, which ones will help give me a sense of uh, respect my individuality and respect my need for growth and my flexibility. And um, for me, that's kind of avoiding a lot of the industrialized world kind of thinking where I'm essentially trying to break out of the mold of, of doing things the way that I want to do them. Um, but without being rude and building my own sense of community through that, like not community in a traditional nurturing leadership kind of way, but community in like, there are people out there who love me and trust me. And they do that because I continue to be myself and be my individual self. Uh, so they respect that. They love that. They care about that. People who don't, I don't allow them into my world, right? And that's where my individuality comes into play, allowing me to be myself in the way that I want to be myself. Extroverted feelers are going to kind of have the opposite problem, where a lot of extroverted feelers are going to be naturally people-driven, and they're going to be not only considering other people's emotions, but almost tuning their emotions based on uh, what other people tell them about themselves in a lot of ways. So an extroverted feeler is going to be sort of taking the temperature in the room to help them figure out their own emotional state, not, not to define their emotional state, but to help the extroverted feeler to sort of assess where they are in life and uh, checking their thoughts and their feelings against other people, against community is going to give them their sense of individuality. It's going to give them the opportunity to learn and grow as themselves. So in the way that it's the opposite for an INTP or an, a TP type where they're going to be going through the life, their life the way that they want to and building community almost by accident, an extrovert feeler is typically going to be trying to build some semblance of community kind of naturally. They're, I wouldn't even say trying. They just kind of do it because they're very charismatic and they attract the people that they want to attract. Like They know how to do the people management game in the way that they want to. But at the same time, it's again all about that extroverted, or, or rather that that um, inferior function beacon of theirs, where they're trying to, you know, develop their sense of individuality through community. And an extroverted thinker will do very similarly the same thing. They're trying to build something and learn through the process of building about who they are as a person to uh, uh, by by learning how to navigate emotions and navigating their own sense of what they want for themselves in, in like a moral way. You'll find a lot of extrovert thinkers who are like building companies or, or doing a lot of business things will sort of tailor their life based on their inferior introverted feeling sort of sensibilities, like what it is that they want. They want to leave some sort of legacy. I hear about Gary Vaynerchuk is always talking about he wants to leave a legacy. And you know, taking care of their family and their immediate loved ones and and learning how they can best do that. And typically learning as they are starting to build a sense of, um, as they start to build a company or they start to do whatever it is. I mean, I mean, I keep saying that because it's kind of the cliche thing, but systematizing or, or doing something to that ilk, um, 
they're going to be developing a better sense of empathy for people because they're going to learn what is the most effective way to treat people so that they can actually be the most productive. And again, in the same way that an introverted thinker is going to be helpful to people with their information, an extroverted thinker is going to be helpful to people based on understanding that in order to get more out of people, they need to treat them better, right? So, and, and that's going to give them, that's going to temper and create their sense of individuality as like, okay, these are my moral guidelines. This is what I will or will not do in business or in life, in my family. These are my lines. And figuring out those boundaries is typically a way for you to assess and create your own sense of individuality. Another way I look at individuality is like, how do we set boundaries, right? Um, it's not only just like the things that we love, the things that we're into, the, um, pop culture that we resonate with, but it's typically about what kinds of boundaries are we willing to set. And our personality types will typically give us a little bit of a guideline as to how we will more likely build those boundaries for ourselves. And um, if you have no idea how to do that, if you feel like you've, you've been stuck or you don't have a sense of personal development to get you into a place to understand where you should quote unquote, be setting boundaries, then that's where this podcast and personality hacker and other people who are talking about typology can be massively helpful in, in helping you to build those boundaries. Now I talk about this stuff in like vague terms because I don't know your context. So I invite you to call into the station at anchor.fm slash super MBTI, leave me a voicemail, let me know your voice message and let me know if you have any specific questions. Happy to answer them in a future episode. The more specific context you can give me, the better. That kind of gives people uh, a greater sense because I don't want to just talk about this in a vacuum, right? I don't want to just give you all of this stuff. I just want to give you something to think about so that you can actually apply it to your context and then come back and ask me questions because I want to share your context with the world. Sharing your context can help other people learn how to apply it to their context, right? And that'll help everyone grow as people. So that's the plan. That's the idea. So um, I'm going to wrap this up because I've got things to do. But if you want to go check out, I have a free easy mode course at supermbti.training. Go there, sign up for the course, and it's an audio course. So you can download all the clips. You can put them on your phone. You can listen to them at any time and you can, you know, listen to them on the go. And the reason I did that is because I think audio respects people's time and you could do it whenever you want to. So, um, go through that. I talk about the Myers-Briggs dichotomies and I don't even get into cognitive functions in that depth yet, because most people are introduced to this stuff, to typology through Myers-Briggs. So we have to start breaking it down from there. So, that's the plan. That's the idea. So let me know if you have any questions, anchor.fm slash super MBTI. You can hit me up personally at Let's Go CNote, and you can learn about me and everything that I do, my courses and all the other stuff at cnote.media. I have my brand blaster course, bit.ly slash brand blaster. If you are someone that is trying to get rid of your job and you're trying to get through life, you're trying to get through college, you're trying to build your own personal brand, you're trying to understand your personality so that you can build a brand and then learn how to market and sell sell based on those things, then Brand Blaster is the thing for you. So go to bit.ly slash Brand Blaster and sign up for that. So thank you guys for listening to this. I really appreciate you. Take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll catch you next time on Super Myers-Briggs Turbo EX. See ya.
Hey, thanks for listening to Super Myers-Briggs Turbo EX. We're going to help you with Myers-Briggs and all that fun stuff. And uh, if you want to jump straight into the advanced course, go to supermbti.training. If you want to check out my other shows, go to dopamine.life for mental, my mental health podcast. And you can go to cnote.show to check out the media podcast. So if you love this show, go to anchor.fm slash supermbti and leave some love, leave a review, share it with your friends, all that good stuff. And uh, most of all, thank you. Thank you for listening to Super Myers-Briggs Turbo EX. Okay.